Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front of a magical crowd at the MCG. Hello and welcome to The Scoop. We are the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. LJ, what a week it's been. We've had the WBBL finalists all locked in. We've got WBBL finals ahead. And today, to top it all off, we've, we've had an Aussie squad announced. How good? It, it's been massive. And I, I don't think anyone could have predicted the way that Sunday played out in the end with the race, no. race on for the finalists. And, yeah. yeah, huge surprises in the Aussie squad. So lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. So firstly, let's start with the Aussie squad. So we've had 15 players named in the squad that's going to travel to India uh, in December. You're also going as well. So coming into the squad, uh, we've got Kim Garth. Didn't predict that. Heather Graham comes back in. And, of course, Phoebe Litchfield in her first uh, Aussie squad. So you were on the uh, press conference Zoom call with Sean Flegler, national selector this morning. What did Flegs have to say about the ins and outs of the squad? 
Yeah, so I guess the the big surprise was around Kim Garth because yeah. we, of course, knew that Meg Lanning is still no break from cricket and Rach is retired. Mm. And there were some questions around why there are eight pace bowlers in the 15-player squad to go to India. Yes. And people <laughs> typically think India, spinners. Yeah. But um, I think there was a good point made that the venues they're playing at in Mumbai actually aren't known for being spinning wickets. The Aussies played at one of them in 2018 and it was just a road and it was dominated by the batters and Megan Shute was the player of the series. So mm, okay. he made the fair point that they'd expect to play the same three spinners for the whole five matches, hence feeling like it was probably better for Amanda Jade Wellington to stay home and um, play some WNCL rather than carrying the drinks. He made a big point that that doesn't mean she's out of World Cup contention, mm. um, just the choice was made for this tour to try a few different things with the fast bowlers. Yeah. A few different combos, plus there's a bunch of niggles there. We know shooters miss games, T-Max miss games, Heather Graham's miss games. So they have a lot of pace bowlers, but you'd expect them to be rotating them quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we've got five T20s coming up in, Indi- in India, um, obviously ahead of the World Cup, which is in February. What do we think, like, what what... What kind of 11 do you think we'll see in this tour? And what did you, what was the vibe you got from Flegg? Yeah, I think they're going to look to lock down a batting lineup mm. quickly because you want that to settle. It hasn't changed at all really for the Aussies unless there's been an injury for the last few years. But you take Meg and Rachel, that top order, if Meg yeah. doesn't come back for the World Cup. So you, you really want to settle on, on what that looks like. Does that look like McGrath and Gardner going up the order a bit more? Do Pez and Sutherland slot in? Does Litchfield get a go or is she really just there for the experience? Yeah. Yeah. And come World Cup time, they might look to add an Aaron Burns or someone else into the mix, but obviously not on this tour. So I think that'll be settled. They yeah. know who their spinners are, yeah. unless they have any disasters. It's the same three who they, they reckon mm. they'll stick with. Yeah. And then, yeah, who, who joins Shooter and, and Darcy in that team? It's, it's very exciting. Were you, were you shocked to hear that Kim Garth had been the one to get the call up? Yeah, I was. Um, more so just because she hasn't had her best WBBL. Yeah. She said that herself when I spoke to her today. She knew she was in the extended squad but thought she hadn't had the return she'd had last year so she didn't know she'd be in the running. Yeah. I feel like it was all the talk last year. Like there was a lot of question marks. Like it was Kim Garth, is she putting her hand up? And yeah, has been a little bit quieter this year and came out of nowhere. But pumped, what a story. Yeah, it's exciting seeing someone else get to go. Yeah. When you've got players like, I guess, Philemic who's injured and perhaps younger players like mm. Flintoff and that who aren't quite there yet. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I mean, she's played 85 games for Ireland. A yep. lot of experience. A lot of experience there. Yeah, yeah. It'll be cool to see what she can do. How are you feeling, LJ, about your getting on the plane to India? How are you feeling about spending three weeks over there? Really excited. It's been so long since we've seen this much change in the Aussie team. There's a yeah. new captain, a new vice captain with Lisa Healy and Talia McGrath yep. taking charge of this tour. Going to be changes. There's going to be debutantes. Feels like the Aussie team's been so steady for so long. So totally, it's going to be huge. exciting. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really exciting. Um, yeah, great, great that you'll be over there ahead of the series in Pakistan, and then we, of course we've got the World Cup in February. So there's plenty happening. But the main thing on our mind this week is obviously the WBBL finals. So we've got the Eliminator final between the Heat and the Hurricanes on Wednesday night at Karen Rolton Oval. And then the winner of that match will play the Strikers in the Challenger on Thursday evening. And then, of course, the winner of that one will head to North Sydney Oval to face the Sixers in the final. So, yeah, our four finalists are locked in. Sixers, Strikers, Heat, Hurricanes. Are you surprised with the makeup of that top four? Definitely not surprised by the Sixers. No. Um, You were at Sydney at the weekend 
what was that like with the vibe and how good are the Sixers going at the moment? They are, I, like, I'm going to say it right now, I don't think anyone can beat them. Um, they lo- And I think, I think they get a real lift through playing in front of their home fans. The, like, there were so many Sixers fans there on the weekend. Um, like, the queue for autographs stretches around the entire ground. They didn't even have time to get around to all the fans. And, I, like, they just seem to be loving their cricket. They're all obsessed with each other. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they're a very happy team. They're a really happy team. Like, they're just, I don't know. And, like, it seems that, like, there's just really good vibes and that's translating into really good fearless free cricket like they just they just seem to be really gelling and I think it's going to be it's going to be pretty tough for anyone to knock them off to be honest and of the other three finalists Mm, mm. so we've got the heat the hurricanes who do you reckon who do we who who are we picking for that one yeah um hurricanes kind of stormed up the ladder late yeah to um to get into finals Bit, bit of a weird one. I was looking at it and both have only won one of their last four matches. Oh. One of those games was a washout for the yeah. Heat. Um, but, yeah, only one win in their last four each. So neither is really going in with momentum. No. Uh, but the Hurricanes, the one win they did get was over the Heat. Oh, so okay. okay. they might go in full of confidence, but I'm still tipping the Heat. How about you? Yeah, I'm tipping the Heat. I feel like they've got... Um perhaps a few more players who are capable of taking the game away from the Hurricanes. Like if you think about Georgia Redmayne, who's coming back into the team, Grace Harris, Laura Harris and like Jess Jonathan know how good she is in, in those big matches. So yeah, I, I'm tipping the heat, but you never know. Anything can happen. Yep. And it's been a, a long time on the road for the heat. They haven't really been home since those matches at Allen Border Field. They've been to Hobart, Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Maui. Maui. <laughs> like they've been all over the place. So hopefully they're not too tired. Yeah. Um, it's tough being on the road for that long. And yep. they were probably really hoping to get that home final, but got denied when their match against the Stars got... got um, lightning doubt. Lightning doubt. <laughs> wasn't even raining at that point. There was just lightning around. So maybe yeah. they'll be feeling a little bit defeated by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're a good very good team they've been a good team for a long time and they know how to win they've got finals experience which is something the hurricanes haven't had a lot of in the last six wbbl seasons so yeah it's going to be an interesting one and so how how do we think the strike is a place do you think um if it's the heat or the hurricanes they come come up against i I mean the strikers came kind of came from nowhere to host these finals to finish second and seems like they've got a little bit of their momentum back and they'll be yeah they'll be full of confidence after the weekend in sydney as well yeah, I, I don't want to say this in a derogatory way, but they almost mm. Bradbury their way into that yeah. home final <laughs> purely because the yeah. sport just somehow lost games to both Melbourne teams and knocked themselves out of the finals. Which no one saw. The Hurricanes couldn't beat the Sixers. The yeah. Heat got washed out against the Stars. And then the Strikers... All of a sudden, we're off to Adelaide. ...had a, a very winnable match against the Sydney Thunder to seal that home final. So, but nonetheless, they Tally McGrath looks like she's starting to find some form with the bat. Yeah, Megan Shute took the best figures ever. Standard six for. <laughs> so I think they they are starting to come good at the right time. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Well, if we're imagining a strikers versus heat match in that uh, challenger final, I think I'd tip the strikers. But then I would tip in the final. I would tip the sixes to get up against the strikers. That's my fun. All right. I 
just love it when the heat and sixes play. So I'm going to go with my heart, not my head. Yeah. And manifest that. <laughs> manifest the heat, winning two games in two days and yeah. taking it all the way to North Sydney. Let's see how wrong we get this. <laughs> the hurricane sixes. Yeah. <laughs> Lock it in. Imagine. Yeah, so it's going to be an awesome week, but let's let's have a look back on the, the week that was. It was a pretty exciting final couple of regular season matches. Firstly, LJ, what was your favourite uh, performance from the weekend of cricket that we had? Uh, my favourite thing that happened was Zimbabwean-born striker Anusu Mashangwe getting to play. She made her debut. So Been waiting all season for that. And you know, she took a great catch. Yeah, got a great wicket, catch. Wicked. Took two good catches, I think. Yeah. Got a wicket. Um, just looked really assured and, and happy and you could see how excited the strikers were to, to have yeah. her making her debut and what a good character she must be around that team. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's so good. Like I don't think we would have predicted it um, like going through the whole season without playing a game and then coming in towards the very back end of the season as Megan Shute was sitting out. So, yeah, it was awesome story. Like, yeah. And if anyone hasn't read it, Andrew Ramsey, our colleague, has written an outstanding feature on her story, which is really incredible, the yeah. sort of things she's been through and done in her life. So I would highly suggest giving that a Google. Retweet. Read it. Um, my favourite performance from the week that was uh, also a striker uh, it was Talia McGrath. So T-Max had a bit of a lean WBBL and she said it herself. She said this is the best she's played all season. Against oh. the Hurricanes, she smacked 93 off 51 balls. Like I think I remember when Meg Lanning said about T-Mac when she came in um, and hit, I think it was maybe also 91 as well, during one of those Ashes T20s that she she bossed it and she bossed this game as well. It was awesome to see. She was she was just smoking him. Like she's got such long arms and when she just like <laughs> unleashes, she hits the ball so hard and so well. So, yeah, she was just like clearing the rope to, at all parts at North Sydney um, against, yeah, a relatively good Hurricanes bowling attack. So that was really fun to watch. Surprise of the week, LJ. Um, surprise of the week and probably surprise of the season for me too. Yeah. And that is the reigning champions, the Perth Scorchers, not making the finals. Yeah. Um, they kind of had it all in their own hands going into the last weekend. Had two matches, had to win two matches against the two Melbourne teams um, to give themselves a shot at progressing and ended up losing both, which mm. I don't know, they seemed pretty flat after that loss to the Stars on Saturday. And it's always tricky batting first when you're in an eight over situation. Um, like they ended up against the Renegades on Sunday. Yeah. Very easy to lose those games, but still, yeah, all they had to do was beat the Renegades and they would have made finals. So, yeah. And, like, what a way to go out. Like, the defending champs coming off last season, winning in front of 15,000 people at Optus Stadium, and then they bomb out in Maui. Were they pretty flat? Yeah, I think it was just a tough day. Yeah. You know, they had the rain delays. They probably, the ground was really wet. They probably mm. only played because there were final spots on the line. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, they just, they had them four for 15 too. Oh. It was, um, like to have the Renegades four for 15, a team that's been oh. struggling out of the race for finals. They really looked like they were going to get that win. But Erica Kershaw just came and took that away pretty quickly at the end. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I think across the season, perhaps they got shown up a little bit for not having as yeah. strong a contingent of local players as some of the other teams. So yeah. when their internationals weren't having their best years, like they have had the last two seasons, um, it, they didn't quite have the depth to cover for that. Yeah, that's kind of always been like the thing with the Scorchers. Like we know how good their internationals are, but they, yeah, they can get a little bit exposed if... Yeah, they're not firing, which is exactly what we saw. What um, was your surprise? My surprise of the week, and similar with you, kind of the season, um, 
Stars. So the Stars getting late wins over the Scorchers and the Hurricanes, So which are two, two really good teams in the competitions. Um, so the Stars, they finished, they finished with three washouts and I think they finished six, sixth on the table. Same number of points as the Scorchers in fifth. So with three washouts, who knows what could have happened if those matches didn't get washed out. I don't think any of us thought the, um, the Stars were in with a shot of even making finals. But, yeah, I think the way they finished was, was really impressive and, yeah, definitely definitely helps them build confidence moving into next season. I'm, like, I'm sure they'll be stoked with the way that they, they were able to finish the season with a few really exciting wins. Credit to uh, Annabelle Sutherland, Alice Capsey, who, yeah, just put in some really good performances at the back end. Yeah, I think they've got a really strong base there to build on yeah. over the next few seasons with young talent, good vibes, and, if, you know, if you, Meg Lanning might come back, maybe yeah. some different... A couple of different internationals and got a really strong team coming together there. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll be stoked with the way that finished. There was a there was a few things, that, a few nice things happening away from the cricket um, this week. LJ, uh, what was your what was the thing that you enjoyed watching the most? Um, I just enjoyed the fuss that was made mm. at the Festival of Rage. Yeah, it was. A um, nice I know fuss. it's <laughs> not necessarily what she would want. <laughs> She's not one to put herself out there too much or want a big fuss but I just thought that it shows how far the game's come too yep. that it wasn't just her teammates and that getting around her and celebrating mm. her retirement but also just so much media attention so yeah. many lovely articles written yeah um, it shows how far the game's come and really awesome to see someone who's been so important for Australian cricket celebrated properly yeah 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 it was really nice I think um yeah, it was really nice to see the Guard of Honour. Rachel's family was there. Little boy Hugo was really cute. So yeah, I hope I think they had their Mad Monday yesterday. So I hope they I hope they sent Rachel off in style. <laughs> I saw something on Instagram with lots of giant Rachel heads yeah. being paraded around <laughs> Sydney. So um, bodes well, <laughs> bodes very well. Um, my favourite moment away from the cricket, I was there at North Sydney Oval. Um, and Talia McGrath, I think the day, I think on the Friday they'd had a training session and. There's a little boy from Adelaide and his favourite, um, his, Talia McGrath is his favourite cricketer and he had, I think he's, he's a bit sick. So he's um, been working with the Starlight Foundation and one of his, uh, one of his wishes was to, to meet his hero, Talia McGrath. So uh, the strikers got him down to one of their training sessions. He got to take part in training, meet Talia, which I think would have been awesome for him. But then he came down the following day to North Sydney Oval to watch T-Mac and the strikers play T-Mac spotted him in the crowd and said, come on, mate, like, you're joining us for the day again. And so T-Mac, like, took him in for the warm-up, gave the little boy Elijah all these different roles and you could just tell, like, he was so pumped. Like, he was handing over the match ball to the umpires, leading the team out, giving rev-ups to the players. Like, it was just great to see. And then T-Mac went um, went on to hit 93. So it was, yeah, it was great to see. Like, you could just kind of tell, like, and see why she's been made. Australian vice captain today because like it was just awesome to see um, her take this this little boy Elijah under her wing and just yeah treat him really nicely and understand that yeah cricket's it's more than just a game and even though they had a final spot in the line T-Mac wanted to go out of her way and make sure this kid had a really good day and he did it was awesome it was really nice to see that's Amazing. Very wholesome. Very, very wholesome. So don't forget the WBBL finals action gets underway this week. So Wednesday night you're on Channel 7, Foxtel and KO for the Heat versus the Hurricanes. The winner of that match will play the Strikers on on Thursday night and then into the final against the Sixers on Saturday. So it's going to be a massive week. Thank you as always for listening and I hope you enjoy the finals. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 